Uh, welcome to Unexpected Podcast. I'm DJ Reese Boogie. And I'm KP, the girl of Perspective, or the voice of Perspective. Yeah, I don't know, man. I know this season two, episode two. You know, we having fun with it. You know, we had a good week, good weekend. You know, KP, how your week went? It was good. How you how you health? Your your, your mindset? How hey, everything going? Look, it's been amazing. This week has been real cool. Yesterday we did like a little. Uh, me and Justin and another couple did like a uh, what is it? A, the girls take the men out or whatever. That's crazy because I ain't getting no phone call. And I'm in a couple now. Sheesh. <laughs> Look, that's cool, man. You know, baby gotta hit me up. We maybe can do next, stuff. Maybe the next time. Yeah, yeah, but it was real cool. Like we try to expand like their worldview stuff, like doing different stuff that they've never done before. So yeah, so I went. We went. We went to the immersive game experience. Or whatever. Have you heard of it? No, tell me a little bit about that. So I don't basically, know about that. It's, this <laughs> it's this place that has a whole bunch of rooms where you're a part of the game. So mm. yesterday we did Squid Games. Have so it's not like an escape room? It's, uh -uh. it's something else. Oh. It's literally like you're the players in a video game. And mm. you got to like... Do so you got everything. virtual stuff on your eyes? Well, you got a hat on that keeps up with your emotions and stuff mm, like that. But we did, have you watched Squid Games? No, no, no. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the one that was killing people. Killing people. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we played that game. <laughs> it was fun, though. Like, y'all should do it. Nah, that's dope. And you get a workout in. That sounds so. real good. That sounds real good. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty dope. So did the men enjoy it? They did. They was mm -hmm. like, at first they was like, I don't know, because you know how y'all do. Yeah, like, y'all yeah, creatures yeah. a habit. Like if y'all, mm, yeah, yeah. I'm simple, right? Yeah, take, but, a, no. take a nigga out his element. He, right. Yeah, yeah, like, get a little uncomfortable. They was like, oh shoot, that was fun. And mm -hmm. they served like beer and stuff. So where's located? Um, downtown. That sounds fun though. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna lie to you. You should try it. Yeah, because we've been trying to look into new, doing new stuff. So that's that's definitely one. We went and did Axe Throwing not too long ago. I saw that was my that. first time, and that was fun. How did that, like, how was that? Because is it comparable to darts? No, nah, it's harder. Because dart, you know, it's always going to hit the board in dart. You might not hit your mark, yeah. but the dart always go in some way. The X. The axe, yeah. It got to stay straight so yeah. it can, like, land. But, yeah. I, it hit the floor more than it hit the, the board, <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's, it's very Who difficult. thought about that? Yeah. It, it's fun, like, once you, because you competing. Mm -hmm. Like, we had a good time competing, like, and I don't take it easy. I don't care if she a woman or who I'm with, kids, whatever. I always want to win. Yeah. So I'm very competitive. So you always got to get a certain score to win in every yeah. time. So that was fun. So it made us compete even though it wasn't. Hitting the board every time. That's good. So yeah, but uh, you know it's Houston. We got the rodeo out here right now. Oh yes. Yeah, all, mm. everybody became cowboys, cowgirls during the season. You know how we do. Yeah, I've seen a lot of rodeo parties and this and that. I seen uh, you went to the cookout. I sure did. Look, yeah. I went on Thursday and I went on Saturday. Oh, you went two days. Yes, Thursday we had access to a tent, tent. so we went there. Knowing we were gonna have access, that food was so good. We went to Boots <laughs> and Blues tent. Right. It was so do dope. It was a whole bunch of like black owned businesses. Oh, that's dope. That one. I think that was the only tent that I saw that was actually black owned. So I was happy to be a part of that. But um, Saturday, we just kind of went on a whim. And because my husband is almost seven foot. Right, like, right. White people love him. So right, right, right. <laughs> they was like, they still try, they still try to get him in the league. <laughs> no, they, they, they think look, he in the league or something. Huh? No, it was some 
drunk women. Right, right, right. Oh, it was the women. Yeah. Who yeah. was like, ooh. They wanted to ride that cowboy. <laughs> They were trying to ride that cowboy. (laughs) Go ahead, get us in the tent. So we can get unlimited liquor and unlimited food. So the tent is really like that, though? Uh, Because I, you know, I I guess I'm not into the, I don't have friends that invite me places. So I haven't been invited to get inside of a tent or get tickets for free to get inside of a tent. But I heard it's unlimited access to alcohol and food. Yes. So they have 300 tents, Mm -hmm. but they're more so sponsored or uh, bought by corporations mm. and so typically you know you get the access from business associates right, right, you know right. the first access that we had it was because of a lady that we've done like um volunteering with and stuff like right. that um saturday i think by that time since it was the last day everybody was just drunk and because oh, yeah, yeah. we went home with literally <clears throat> like trays of ribs and stuff. Oh, y'all took food home. Oh, y'all was like that. They were like, y'all eat ribs here. We was like, oh, shit. Were they they being racist? Because y'all black? Now, okay, so I feel like it was a little bit of racism, but at the same time, it benefited us that day because I felt like they was just trying to have black friends. Right, 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 right. It worked out. Because when we went to the tents, they were like, we have the best DJ and as soon as we walked in, they start playing like hood music. Well, Not black music, just music, black artists. Like Nelly and stuff. Yeah, like black artists. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so we was like, oh my God. But okay, you know. Yeah. But they had good liquor. Like, I'm going to tell you something about black people, a though. They Don Julio. Black people, if it's coming at a free expense and you're going to have a good time, <laughs> when somebody be a racist, sometimes you just ignore the shit. If I go in no. there and get free food, free liquor, have a good time, you playing black music because I walked in, you give me ribs. You know what? It was a good night. For me, I felt like they were just trying something. So Too hard much. not to be racist. Right. So right. I was just like, okay, I could take this as they are intentional, try, t- intentionally trying. And sometimes they overdo to, it. But I don't know. White folks, let me tell y'all something. Sometimes y'all overdo it when y'all try not to be racist. It comes off as racist. Yeah. You know, just be normal, be yourself. Just treat us. Cool. We kind, love white know? people that's themselves. Yeah. Like, yeah, we don't, yeah. you know. You ain't got to be extra. I've definitely no. been in situations <laughs> where I feel like they weren't trying to get sued or they weren't trying to, like, be racist so a right. statement can go out even that restaurant sometimes yeah. like why you being so extra with me you yeah. ain't gotta relate to me on why you feel like po- some police need to go to jail because of whatever you know what right. I mean like, yeah. it I, just, that should not be the first thing you say to me like what do you think about this situation Like, it just comes <laughs> off as too much it's overwhelming sometimes yeah cause then we become uncomfortable even though you're trying to make us comfortable but, but anyway, do you remember go ahead. okay so just last thing, like the one thing that made me feel uncomfortable being from Texas is um, the tent that won everything because we got access to five tents that day. I don't know how. Don't mm. ask me. But one of the tents was the number one overall cook-off champion. So mm. they food was bomb. But they was from Jasper, Texas. Mm. You remember that case? I think it was, uh, what's his name? I forgot his name, but he ended up getting drug by a truck. No, I ain't know. Basically, they lynched a black man. I remember going Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you talk about that situation yeah. with, a, with a black man. He was... But dr- that's the only thing I've yeah. ever heard about Jasper Texas. Right. So I was uh-huh. like, uh-uh. Like, we ain't going up in there. <laughs> but the ladies literally came out like, oh, y'all are a beautiful couple. Like, y'all should come in, have drinks. We won the whole thing. Eat our food up. 
I was like, all right, babe. Like, <laughs> so basically, what you're telling me is next year, don't even think too much about it. Because mm -hmm. you know, I'll be like, man, don't I ain't going if I ain't got it. no tickets. Basically, you're saying just go on, put go. your, just go and enjoy yourself. And you don't never know where you're going to end up. Regardless, especially on the last day, they're going to be giving out stuff. Yeah, you just like, never know where you're going to end up. Yeah. So that's good advice. And that's to everybody that, that want to go to the rodeo out here. Because I know a lot of people talk about the 10. They want to get inside the 10 for free food, yep. free liquor, because they don't want to spend their money on the outside food. But she just told you. Yeah. Just go. Just go. Because white people love us. Some and they're going to, yeah, some of them, some of them. But they're going to be extra friendly sometimes. Go to the tents in the back. Because <laughs> the ones in the front uppity. What you think about uh, <laughs> the the rodeo giving like a black night? Black Heritage Night. I Black like Heritage Black Night. Heritage Night, and it initially it started with good intent. You know, they right. actually fueled it to bring quality artists. Not saying anything against Bun because I think he did his thing right, the but, last two years. Yeah, that's why I say they had him two years in a row. But <laughs> I feel like they're not putting as much money or effort into it anymore. Right, and I feel like that's kind of disheartening. And what's kind of turning people off. So. Yeah, because I, I like Bun B. Uh, I have always heard his, his shows be, they be good, they be great. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, if you're doing a Black Heritage Night, you need to be more open instead of just making it a hip-hop night. You know, just R&B, you could bring different artists in. They got the Zotico, they got yeah. Louisiana music, they got, you know, they got all type of music that could come out. So I will, I love the fact that Bun B did a Southern takeover this time right. because he incorporated more artists. He even pulled out Erica Badu at the last minute. Mm. We was like, what? Erica here you know so it was really good because I feel like Bun B knows how we feeling and right, so right, that's right. why he tried to do something big but at the same time I feel like before Bun B I think they invited like somebody like Jason Derulo right. as the you know black haired and he, we're not even his population right, you we know are, like, I don't even listen to him and I went just because the, ten the tickets was free I didn't know none of his songs like nothing but as soon as I got there I'm sitting there and all of the people on the front row are like teenage white girls right. and I'm just like okay like this day music and then it, he intentionally comes off stage to grab somebody to come on stage and they were like two So who would you like girls. to see? Like who? <laughs> we was like, this black hair tonight, this dude went straight for the white girl. So next year, Rodeo, if you had a pick of black hair tonight, who would Look, you want to be down here? Well, if Usher didn't have his residency going on, right. definitely Usher, definitely Bruno Mars and the- Bruno not black his, though. He He's half black. Right. He's half black. Black half heritage. Hawaiian. We don't want no half. Nothing. We want no, black. Bruno is. He we makes want, soul music. He do. It be good music, but we want black on black night. So do give you? me another one. Bruno, you ain't coming. Go here another one. How you gonna discriminate against Bruno? Bruno he got we good hair. He got good hair. Okay. He, he look. He look like he from the island. Oh my god. Because he's half Hawaiian. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So we don't want Hawaiian, no half. Look, Hawaiian, Samoan, Pacific Man, I people. Want a they nigga. black. What's that? <laughs> they got soul. Nah, I don't want to go that far. I'm about to talk about somebody real black, but I want somebody black though. Who for you black want? Tonight. Me? Yeah. I want Jay Z. Mm. <laughs> bring, no. Bring me, bring me whole no. uh, Let me think. Let me think. I ain't never really thought about it. Black hair tonight rodeo. I can't think of a name. It's a woman singer, though. It needs she got to like be a, a singer. Yeah, like, they need some soul singing in there. I don't want to go to a rowdy. Beyonce cool, too. Rodeo. Have Beyonce did it? 
Didn't Beyonce do it one year? A long time ago. Yeah, it was a while back. But that before they had Black Harrison Night. So she just did it to do it. Yeah. But let's go into to leaving. Even so, we talk about Black Harrison and all that. Like Black History Month. Yeah. Uh, Draymond made a statement about Black History saying that he think that Black History Month should be taken out to be celebrated all year. Because they trying to take Black History out of schools. They trying to, you know, dumb it down to just one month to where they not educating people year round mm-hmm. uh, what's your thoughts on that because I got mine but I'm going to see what your thoughts on Black History Month and how far I it should go I feel like I think you have to have a in-depth or an open mind about possibilities right like mm-hmm. I think a lot of people get caught up in thinking that it has to be one or the other and it doesn't like we can have Black His- History Month and work on them expanding the curriculum to include black history 365. Right. So it doesn't have to be either or. I feel like people who kind of challenge black hair, black history month, black heritage day, like all of these things, you're not even realizing like it took people to fight for those things like people fought to have those things which means there was a lack thereof and so since in the community now in schools they're taking all of that off the table why not continue to have Black Heritage Month or Black History Month but just add that you need to be working on other things other things you're wrong Um, that's kind of my take on it I definitely don't think that Black History Month should be taken out Draymond I get your point that it should be year round. Mm-hmm. I think that we need to go back into it. Go back into like the voting, who we put in office, right? Yeah. Uh, I Vote. think that, I think it should definitely be still in schools. I think that <laughs> even at private schools, white schools, whatever the case may be, I think it should just be taught year round. Yeah. To where people can kind of educate themselves on the creators of. All, everything shit we deal with in, in this world was almost created by a black man. Okay. Uh, so I think that should be, there it shouldn't sure. just be celebrated one month, but I think it's definitely needed for that one month because it opens up a lot of opportunities and educate a lot of people that don't know about it. Because you got to understand, Draymond, everybody's not black and everybody not into black history. Right. So when we get a chance to throw it in people's face and right. highlight it and say, listen, this is what he did. You know, this is what she did. This this was came from here to the white people. Like, oh, wow. Especially like, t- I'm talking about teenagers. You know what I'm saying? I think the older people know about it, but they just dismiss it sometimes. But just the teenager kids, man. You know, just so they can get a little education on black history. And I think that the black teenagers, that is so much access to the internet and the world that they not even really educating themselves on it no. no more. But I think as parents, and we talked about a little bit of responsibility, like the responsibility that we have in our generation, I think that we, like our people, not necessarily just <clears throat> us, but those within our age range, like I feel like are losing so much, like they're disregarding so much of the responsibility that we have to teach right. our kids. Because at this moment, the people that are around our age, their kids are the ones that's influencing things. Like they're in high school. So <clears throat> if you're not teaching black history in your home, in your home. that's when it becomes distinct. Like, and and I, I just think as parents, 
uh, I don't think you have to have a pen and a notepad right. to educate your kids no. on certain things. But I think when a certain song come on or something comes on TV, it's a that's an opportunity to educate. Absolutely. And, yeah, it's just everything is always opportunity to educate. You don't have to be the stand on oh black man like black power. We ain't trying to get no black panthers out here. We ain't trying to go into that history of of you being that serious. But- but there is a need for that now. Like, it is because I feel like the people that came before our parents' generation, they moved us so far along right? to where now when it gets to... It's picking back up slowly, but I feel like now, that time in between, I feel like they've just kind of settled with where we've been able to get because of their parents. Right. And so now it just seems like we're kind of like at this plateau of discrimination and police brutality and racism and all of that stuff. And now it's just coming more to the forefront because of social media. Right. And the pandemic helped us out with a lot of that too. Yeah. Uh, been able to and put it out there. And when President Obama got in office. Obama was, he the truth. I still right. miss Obama just because he was smooth. You they know, I don't even know what Obama did, but he was smooth. As when he became the president, all the racists came out. <laughs> right, and, they was like, "Oh, I'm tired of this." But that's one thing about Trump, though. When Trump became the president after that him, too. he they got ignited he, again. Right, it got ignited again. All the KKK came back out, and they was ready for for whatever. They didn't give a damn what they said, how they acted, how they treated people, because Donald Trump was at the head of that yeah. milestone. Uh, I just had a thought in my head before I started talking about the presidents. You made me forget. I did. Yeah, that's really messed was up. Was it about something I said? Police brutality? No, nah, because that we're gonna talk racism. about racism. But it was it was more racism and all that. But anyway, I forgot and it was really good. And before the show over, if I think about it, I'm gonna talk Sorry, about it. I know you are. Yeah, but let's talk about going into I'm gonna go I'm gonna drop down to police brutality, uh, since we own racism and all that type of stuff. <clears throat> Y'all know in Memphis, Tennessee, uh the kid Tyree Nichols. That got beat up by the yeah the young man was it four or five police they yeah. beat him to death and tried to cover it up and it came out uh you know we had the George Floyd situation we had back in the gap the Rodney King situation mm-hmm. but just me so many seeing all the situation even though the Rodney King situation was bad but he didn't pass away all right you know during that time me watching this one it was a different it was different for me you know I watched the whole. The video like I watched every angle everything yeah. I, I had to because uh but I'm gonna go to what I think about the situation and police brutality and what I think need to change well, I can go to it so, since I'm here uh I just think that us as a black community we pick our poison I think it was five white men out there beating on them it would have been an uproar in the black community Everybody would have been marching, protesting all over the world. But since it was five black guys that beat on a black guy, it, it I don't feel like the, the world, the black community took it as serious. And it kind of bothered me. Go, go ahead, KP. Go ahead. No, I, I, I wasn't going to cut in. you off. No, go I was going to say I disagree, but go ahead. All right. She disagrees, but I'm just of saying the from, reason why, from what I've seen yeah. and, w- and from what I, you know, because I had known about the situation 
before it even hit the internet because I'm online yeah. all day, every day. So I kind of known about it and nobody was talking about it. Nobody had a issue with it as far as the, the media mm-hmm. per se until, you know, I guess one CNN put it out there. That's where everybody started <laughs> put their hands up. But you can go into yours. I'm going to tell you what I think need to change in that situation. Yeah, we can have we gonna, a discussion yeah. about... But go ahead. Tell me what you disagree with. What I disagree is the reason for the uproar or the lack of uproar because I feel <clears> like people didn't respond as crazy because or as intense because they immediately took action. Like they immediately fired all five. The of police them. chief. Yeah, yeah, she like, did a great job. Literally, all of them. She did a great job. So a lot of times when things like this happen, it's because nobody is holding them responsible. The people, they're you know they're not holding I mean? them responsible for their actions. Because that's our outcry. Like right. you killed another black man, okay, okay, and you didn't fire them. You didn't even suspend them. You didn't even send them home. Right. You didn't do an investigation. You right. didn't do nothing. Right, I but agree with now, that. But now, because they were all fired, it's like, well, as they should. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. You know, and so even though racism, and, and the crazy thing is, reversely, <laughs> they were all fired because they were black. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, it, it, so it's still a race issue, right. regardless of how you look at it. Because if they were fired white police, they still would have feel like they would have been fired as fast. But I don't know because the police chief in Memphis, uh, I can't think of her name right now, but she's a black mm-hmm. police chief. And, uh, she's a black woman. I think she just. She Do you ha- think she would have took that risk if they were all white? Yeah, because as a police chief, I think. Uh, I think she would have been hesitant. I think she, it would have been because more investigation before, but I definitely think it would have happened. But I think, you know, the police chief is all about, it's like the presidency. You got a time frame while you're in there. So it's up to re-election before they put somebody else in as police chief. So I think being what's going on in the world, like you talk about with the job floor and social media and everything that's happening, she probably felt a lot of that, but she never had it happen in her department. So it was the first time to where it was put on display because you know they've been treating people bad because more people have came out and said the Scorpio unit, they treated us, they didn't beat us, they didn't mm-hmm. do all this and that. So she got access to knowing all that, yeah. but being that she was at the forefront of where they had access to the she camera. She did the right thing. She did the right she did thing. She did the absolute right thing. So I don't right want to knock her down and say what I, she would have did I or didn't never, do. I would never take that from her. She did She did what she needed to do. They deserved it. They deserved jail time. They deserve everything. I'm just saying in the, on the other side of things, I think things would have been a little different. Like right, they would have right, been right. approached I different. agree with you on that. But when, while we're talking about it, it's just more so like acknowledging that race is always going to be a part of the police structure because that's the reason why they were. It's unfortunate, but that's the reason why police were even founded. Like that's the reason why they were created was to hold black people accountable. Like, they didn't care about no other race. Right, they wanted Policing was made to, to house niggas. To con- make consequences right. for black people. Right. Even the laws. Just not policing, <laughs> like, just the laws that was made was always to put the us. The laws were too, but I'm saying the very reason or meaning behind constructing a police department in the 30s was to 
create like whole black people consequences to black people like that's the reason why they created police right and that, so you don't you can't think it just right so when you see so when you see black men <laughs> it hasn't been a year hundred years right yet. so when you see black men that's out there treating another black man like that like especially with like we say we got access to police brutality every day all day every day what's going on in the world so so to see black men out there doing it it was disheartening. I ain't gonna yeah, lie to you. Because it's ingrained in the in the occupation. And they was educated black men. When mm-hmm. you when they start putting their history up, they went to college, they was Omegas, yeah. they was this and that. You know, they supposed to be for brotherly love, brotherly empowerment. So to do all that, so But did, they said it was supposed about to say, be a personal Do you think the story is true about being personal with it the police girlfriend? And they you know It probably was personal, but I feel like whoever the officer was the other people probably didn't understand his reason at the time. But because there was so much like energy put in towards like him, I feel like they had to be a team player. Right. And but I I disagree. I'm gonna tell you why. Because I work juvenile probation a lot, and we have disgruntled employees that just want to f- come in sometimes and just fuck over a kid, you know, because they having a bad yeah. day at home. So when I they teach us to access. I mean, to uh, view the situation when you walk in on it, right? See, yeah. see what's going on. Assess it. Assess yep. the situation. That's what I'm looking for. I'm talking about access. Which they but assess the situation. So even if I'm a police, I'm a juvenile detention officer, I'm just a dude in the club with my homeboy, and they end up jumping somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm not just going to jump. I'm not jumping in, but jump. you know that there are people like that, Right, though, but that that's do. what I'm saying. Yeah. You got to have enough to say. You should. Hey, Grab him like he's already down. Y'all got his arms. You gotta protect your brother as well, cause as police, y'all brothers, as community, do not attention with my people. So if I walk in, I know he's just mad at. I grab, say, I got it. Let yeah. me handle it. Yeah, you know, and you gotta. I and just, you should be able to do that, but uh, you know, a lot of people are not wired the same way. And that's crazy because it's they get training crazy. for that though. You and you you in the you in a situation to where you gotta learn how to deal with conflict. Mm-hmm. Like you are police. You gotta learn how to deal with conflict at all times. Yeah. So I don't give a damn if it's if it's a a, a, a suspect or as your brother with a badge. Exactly. You have to learn how to say, you know what, this ain't right. Now you going down for a murder situation because you didn't step in and say, mm-hmm. This is wrong. Yep. And this is the thing though. There are characteristics of certain police officers, not all of them, not most of them, but some police officers become police officers just for that power. Because they were loonies in high school. They were lames. Or yeah. they got picked on or whatever the case may be. You are coming, becoming a police officer so nobody can tell you nothing. Yeah, like, you the big dog. You know, so it's just those type of people with that mentality. I done ran into a lot of them. I done somebody. ran into a lot of them too, being outside <laughs> a lot. You run into a lot of people. They might see you having fun, you you doing your thing, mm-hmm. and they just want to just dim your light that yeah. night for for no reason. You know, just corny. You, you know what I'm saying? You didn't have. You wasn't no unsafe to nobody. You right. Wasn't, you know, but it's just because they want to say something. Right. They, and they dare you to say something back, back. because that's the accent. If you just asking them for clarification, it's like, oh, you not listening. You you define yeah. a police officer. Me and my like, brother deal with that situation in grooves one night, a club grooves. Mm-hmm. We are, uh, I'm sitting there talking to a chick. I don't know if the officer was liking us, something like that. 
But he just came up. He was hella aggressive with me. He this and that. So my brother ain't know what was going on because me and him started going back and forth about me talking to the young lady. I wasn't doing nothing wrong, but since I talked to the young lady, he just came up aggressively, like, trying to put me out and all kind of crazy shit. So my brother just walked up like, hey, you know, just natural yeah. reaction. Like, hey, what's going on? He took my brother to jail, say he assaulted the police because he put his hand on his uniform. And my brother wasn't aggressive. He wasn't even... Power trip. Say, yeah, it was just a power trip because it was a woman in the club that was doing that. Oh but what I do God. think need to change is uh, psychological tests. Yep. Uh, I know when you first go in, everybody got to get evaluated. You know, to make sure their mental is right. They got to answer certain questions. They got to take a test. You know, whatever the case may be. I think it needs to happen every two to three years. Every officer should go back in because when you go into a job like an officer or whatever, medic, even a, a ambulance position, mm-hmm. right? You never seen, you, you practice this stuff in training, dead bodies mm-hmm. or somebody being shot, somebody being assaulted when you walk in, you know what I'm saying? Just all kind of stuff. But when you see that shit for two to three years, you become numb to it. Yeah, You become numb to that type of stuff. So your psychology might change when you got in. So that's why I just think need to change. I think they need to evaluate officers every few years to Absolutely. see where they at. Absolutely. I feel like there should be a... A certification process. Yeah, you, in order to you need to get recertified. Yeah. Like I know they go through the police academy and all this other stuff, but like you said, every couple of years, if they have, if they have it to where, um, that's PTSD, man. If they have it to where, mental health counselors, uh, professors, cheerleaders, like not cheerleaders, <laughs> teachers, um, like if they have <laughs> to recertify, right? They should. Why wouldn't police? Have to research. They literally hold people's lives in their hands. Like, no, I agree. Even doctors have to do professional development. You know what I mean? So it's like, what kind of curriculum can y'all put together that has them recertify, that requires a psychological test, that requires <clears throat> another PT test, that requires another... Because if you shooting somebody because you can't chase after him, after right. them... Right, because they eat them donuts so long, you can't get out there. You don't exercise no more. You out there fucking with a 22-year-old. You 42 years old now. Thank you. And he out running. You want to just pull your gun out and shoot him. Right. It's crazy to me. Like, it's so. still crazy crazy to me when officers say oh he had a knife and they shoot him to death and you brought a gun you to got a taser you, you have a taser. a taser it's safe <laughs> hit him with the taser mm-hmm. you know and and knock him down you ain't got to kill a man take a couple steps Especially, back and shoot the taser he might be he might be in, not in the mental space with that yeah. type of stuff so i just i just wish that they can do better that's yeah. it it's unfortunate a lot of these situations that happen uh, I ain't saying you niggas ain't crazy. Some of y'all, some of y'all be tripping with the they police. They have a dangerous job, yeah, but at yeah. the same time, you have a responsibility to protect the people of your community too. I'm speaking from a sense where a lot of my family members are police officers. Right. My stepdad, I got a lot of friends too. Me was a member of a police department for 30 years. My brother is a police officer. Like, I have a lot of people in my family that's police or military. And I feel as though if y'all, like, they need to do a power check, like a pride check type situation, a simulation, something. Like, seeing how people, you know how, they only have to have two years of education. Right. And then they go through the police. Well, I ain't gonna lie. Even with the Houston police right now, you ain't got to have two years right. of, of police. And then even then, they're always hiring because nobody wants to 
be a police, a police officer. Right, so, they, so now they're constantly yeah, reducing I just, I, I just the qualifications. What you think yeah. we're going to have? I just seen the huge police where they just advocating they give a $5,000 bonus once yeah. you graduate or all that they type of stuff. They're trying to get anybody up in there just right. to have bodies and not adequately train them I think with black men, and black officers and white officers, all race officers, I think they need to do a nigga check on a lie detector. <laughs> If you hate, if you fail a lot of take the test on black questions <laughs> about black people, then you shouldn't be a police because there's a lot of undercover. I hate you niggas. You know what I'm saying? That that's in that rare uniform, and you know yeah. they they try to hide it for so many years, but unfortunately it comes out in certain situations. So, yeah. you know, but let's go into Michael B. Jordan situation. He was called corny, you know, back in high school mm-hmm. by a chick, and she didn't. She didn't. You know, paved her way in the career to where she was able to She's interview a him. A reporter. She was able to report and, you know, interview him on the red carpet. But he never forgot. <laughs> he seen on the red carpet. Like and, Mike Jones. Right. He, he did, back then, he you did ball. But nah, you all on me. So she interviewed him and he kind of gave her the cold shoulder. And uh, I think as he should. Yeah. Uh, but Joe Budden came out and he said... That's the reason why they thought you was corny back then because you handled a black woman in that manner. Manner when if it was a white reporter, you wouldn't have did you wouldn't did the same thing. But I think that's a little skeptical too because yeah. a white reporter didn't call him corny in high school, right? So you don't know how he would handle a situation. A right, because right. like, they don't even say that type of stuff, right? And, and I just <laughs> and you don't know if a white reporter. Said something bad about him before, and he, he treated him, him bad. Oh yeah, he had him accountable for how you treated but him. I don't think he treated her bad. You sent me the clip, right? Yeah, before, I sent you the clip. But I don't even think he handled her rough. I did with her to me. I think he just held her accountable for the words that she put out into the world that that provided information on his character, and he has a right to address it and say, "No, remember you called me corny." I'm gonna tell you what I think it was too. It wasn't just high school. If you uh, you probably didn't know about this, but she have done multiple reports throughout the years mm. and brought this situation up mm. to where she's she even she defended herself though. It wasn't she. I guess you know that's how she. Yeah, she was like, people, no, I just said that we made fun of your name. Right, and he right. Was like, no, nah, I saw it. Right, but <laughs> I think people get clout because that's the biggest name that she know, and she yeah. trying to come up as a reporter, so she got to bring that story up to be like, I knew Michael B. Jordan in high school. Yeah. So and. He used to bring headshots to school. We, cause I think they grew up in New York and all that type of stuff. Hey. She was like, but, you know, dudes it. weren't doing that in the hood. So right. that's why we thought he was just, it was corny. Exactly. You know. Which now you know is not. Which is. But I'm going to tell you what, what I think, what I'm proud of with Michael B. Jordan. I'm going to get on Michael B. Jordan's side on this one. <laughs> because in high school, I had the same, I felt the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to be a model. I wanted to get into fashion. I used to I used to write down clothes and all that type of stuff. I went into headshots. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to be a model in high school because I used to watch the Vibe magazines, the all you know the the black coaching magazines. I wanted to be the hood dude with the tattoos and the magazines taking pictures. <laughs> yeah. But in my neighborhood, Fifth Ward, Texas, all blacks, no Mexicans. You know where I grew up, <laughs> it wasn't 
it wasn't prayed on. Like like yeah. people didn't praise you for wanting to be a model. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They wanted you to be the hood bad kid. Yeah. You know, if you if if I would have came in with my head shots and all that type of stuff trying to be a model, I would have been labeled everybody know it's gay. You yeah. know, all different, weird. Yeah. Like why he doing that type of stuff? So yeah. I shot away from it. Yeah. So Michael B. Jordan, I want you to know from me to you, my brother, and <laughs> you don't know me, but from me to you, my brother. <laughs> I praise you for standing on all 10 toes because for today sure. you're a multimillionaire for for doing what you love and what you knew you was going to be great at. Yeah. And I shied away from it. So I want to say I appreciate that, my brother. So that's that's a good lesson learned for whoever coming up next after us. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about me, sweetheart. You know, just do you. And I promise you, you'll be great. That's big, Reese, because a lot of dudes, you know, yeah, there's growth there. Of course, it's probably... 20 some years in between but <laughs> yeah there's definitely 20 some years in between but it's like even when we went we discussed Russell Wilson a while back right, right? like people calling him lame or corny for how he treat his wife how he's treated his wife how lovable lovable he is and I feel like so many people are set in that perspective of something that's different that they don't really too much fool right. with, that they don't know how to do or they don't feel comfortable doing, I feel like they just automatically label it as weird or corny. And in this case, that's what happened. You called him corny because he was he was he knew what he wanted he to do. He knew what he life. wanted to do, man. And <laughs> like, and that and that was big to me to read that story. And no disrespect to the young woman who did it because like I say, they was young. Growth in they all they was young and yeah. she even fell back and said, you know, I, I didn't think back then it was bullying or something like that. You know, they try to lay me as a bully. But she, you know, everybody made fun of each other in high school. That just was our joke towards him. He was a kid, came in with the head shots and dressed different and all that type of stuff. So, you know, I, I didn't listen. I had some names for people in high school. So, But, I mean, I feel like part of your growth should be owning up to your shit. Right. You, like, and she owned up to all it. All she would have. Did she? She owned up to it. I want to say, I seen other interviews where she talked about it. She was on the Breakfast Club where she talked about it. She What's did she another say? interview on Angelique whatever she just apologized for saying uh, like i didn't think that yeah it was bullying back then basically but he, like she had a opportunity to apologize on directly red carpet. to his face i just think it's the way he looked at her you seen the look that I nigga mean, gave I her saw, look i saw the look but right. it was more so kind of like he was trying to sneak it in like right okay he, he didn't even say it long right like he was just like I want to hold you accountable real quick, but I want to go ahead and answer your question. Right, right, right. But she went on and talk about it because she felt that's the guilt. Defend herself. That's the guilt. That's the problem. Uh, yeah, yeah. All she had to do was like, you know what? You right. My bad. And look at you now. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you like, right. You in, in public, in public. I mean, in. in she had the opportunity to to, uh, to address it to head address on, it head on, but she over. have she have addressed it outside of him. But the right time to do it was it's right in front of him, right in there. Right because there. if he would have, if she would have did that, he probably would be like, oh, and he probably would have thought about her like, dang, well, maybe now we could have like some kind of sit down interview, right. you know, so that we can get back on the same accord. But it was like he just wanted to hold her account. He was like, yeah, when you call me corny and he kind of chuckled it off. Right. Yeah, but she was I like, no, nah, I didn't call you corny. I was just making fun of your name. He was like, no, nah, I saw it. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Because she didn't brought it up. Right. That's why I say before so, that interview, she brought it up several times in different interviews. I think that's when she's trying to get to the status she had now. So, yeah. like I say, man, I just, both of them are doing great. Yeah. You know, I just, I, I praise Michael B. Jordan because Shit, I, I was that kid and I didn't follow 
what I fed in my heart. I used to go out. in my room, 16, 15 years old, and I used to draw up sketches of clothes. Mm. And I used to tell my mama, I wanted, I, I didn't start my shit in my late 30s, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But if I would have followed my dreams in my teens to, yeah. to, to college, I wouldn't have went to TSU. I wouldn't went to, I would have went to art institution, art, or fashion, yeah. something like that. Yeah. But I was still trying to have that label on me as Phil Warris, you know what I'm saying? Instead yeah. of just saying, let me remove myself from this situation and follow what I really want to do so I can get to where I want to go. And think about so many people who probably have had the same thing. Like their dreams have been deferred because of what they thought. Mm-hmm. Of Growing up in the hood, thing. man, basketball yeah. or rap. You don't really yeah. see too much outside of that. You know, yeah. sports or rap. I can say football, basketball, whatever sport you play. Is that rap or shit? Go to school. Right. You know, they don't teach you about you know, self-love or self... We didn't have that. Well, I'm going to say they might do it now because I think people got so much access to be models on Instagram mm-hmm. and to do what they want to do, what they love. They TikTok sensations as teenagers. Yeah. You know, we didn't have that. If we would have had that in school, I think I probably would have turned out different. Yeah. Or my, my career path would have been different because I would have... Shit, if I, I love the camera. I love mm-hmm. social media. <laughs> so if I would have had social media in high school, we had a flip phone, shit, right before I graduated. Them bitches <laughs> dropped... Or that, uh, what that shit called? That little chirp? Look, I had that the next no tail. Ne- the next tail. They ain't had no Yeah, that chirp. John don't know nothing about them chirp. You just chirping I just there. played snake on no I kids. hated That's the chirp, it. too. Because if you give a trick, you chirp. She's a chirp. You at the wrong time. Chirp. Where you at? Hey, like walkie-talkies? Yeah, I like walkie-talkies. No, it was the next day. It was a cell phone. Know, it was the next day. But they, basically, it was a walkie-talkie. Yeah. So exactly. people would just chirp in. Well, yeah, but oh, it's bad time, big brother. <laughs> but now, uh, shit. Yeah, that's good. I know you got a, a, yeah. a conversation about the, about the kids. Yes. So on, on Instagram, there was a guy that took it upon himself to, while he was driving, to kind of go off on whoever he was talking to <laughs> and post it and say that he has seven kids by seven baby mamas Boy, seven, seven. and he should not be held responsible for raising them or contributing to them because he told the the women that had the babies that he didn't want to be a father. Right. He even offered to pay for their abortions. abortions. Right. Um, and so he just feels like he don't care what nobody else has to say. You can't call me a dead bad if I ne- a deadbeat if I never wanted to ha- be a dad. And that's false information. Uh, you are definitely a deadbeat. <laughs> you are definitely not a father uh, to those feel kids. Like he's a scumbag. Uh, he's a scumbag. He's he, a come on, say asshole. He's an ignorant asshole. Like that. <laughs> you don't curse, yeah. Yeah, y'all curse. Y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> y'all curse on here. But nah, I, I listen, man, I have I'll raised reasons, I have raised uh somebody else's kid before. Money is not always the the main goal in raising a kid because the kid don't know nothing about financial literacy. They know about you being there in their lives and you just being a father. They want to spend time with their daddies. And a lot of kids that I raised, I'm going to say I raised them because I was there for so long, like 15 years, that I raised in juvenile detention, they was lack of fathers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, the father was there, but he wasn't a good father. Right. So for you to continue to have sex with these women unprotected. Now, that's and, my thing. And you not acting like it's your responsibility once a kid comes up because everybody beliefs, not your beliefs. If I get somebody pregnant 
And her beliefs is she don't believe in abortions. It's time for you to step up as a father and raise those kids. So, you know, regardless if you there or not, if you wanted to do it, I just think men, <laughs> you should say, I got a responsibility in this world now. I'm going to take care of it. And like I say, you can have another conversation with your, the mother of your kids to say, I'm not financially stable, but this is what I can do. For those kids, yeah. I could be A, B, and C for those kids, but I can't be financially stable because I have seven more, six more. So it just it's just, it's just about being a man and 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 growing. So my reason for calling him an ignorant asshole? Bag, no, you said asshole. Come on, keep 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 it keep it saying. But G. the reason why I said that is not because he's not for the father situation. I just feel as a human being I feel like he's just an asshole however there is some accountability that needs to happen with the women who have babies by this guy who's laying down with him who is laying down <clears throat> with him whether they know about the situation or not you if this man is telling you that he don't want to be with you he never intended to he, he referred to y'all as jump offs so that right. means y'all probably had sex a couple of times right if not just one time. The fact that you feel like you should have a baby with a nigga that you barely know is an issue. However, at the same thing, at the same time, he also said that all of the other ones right. took the abortion. That mean he had multiple people that took abortion. Like how many women could you have gotten pregnant? Like I feel like you didn't even you didn't even learn after the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, right. sixth. I was say I because he don't like protection basically. And that is he said that's it. why I call him a scumbag. He's irresponsible. He's ignorant. He's a scumbag because he was in his early twenties. I think he, I would say he's you know seven with seven kids and seven baby. That's mamas. tough too. And that's not including all the other women that took Plan B's and had the abortion pill. I'm not against abortions. You know, if it's but, agreed on both sides. But let it, me address what ahead, you said. I don't buy the... Put the camera on KP. She, she, she <laughs> sees right now. I don't buy the excuse that you don't believe in abortions or that your religion is against it. Because if that was the case, you would have had the religion in the back of your mind about having unprotected sex with this guy. Right. That you're not married to, that you're not in a relationship with, that you're not dating, that you're not, you know what I mean? Like that goal, you can't pick and choose when your religion is going right. to benefit you. In this case, I wouldn't even say it benefited you because why would you put yourself and that child in a situation where there's a man that, that you, you know barely know that don't want to be a father. <laughs> right. You know, why would you do that? So there's a, a, there are two things that need to happen. The women need to be held accountable. If they're trying to ask for support or him to be present, you knew he wasn't going to be present. <clears throat> you put yourself in I that think women, but If he told you that he didn't want to be a dad and you chose to have that child on your now, own, I, I, I been then you should be responsible for raising been, that child on I've your been own. I've been in situations, though. I've been in situations to where some women feel like I'm different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can change him. He gonna be there for my kid. And you dumb. Right. So <laughs> I just, that. It's, it's just the mindset too of the woman that's that's involved with the man because a lot of women too, they feel like, oh, I can change him or I can be A, B, and C to him. I have compassion for those uh, people because they need to grow up. 
Right. It's just, it, I think it's just all about adult to be mature about yeah, every situation. You need to grow up. And I, <laughs> I was, I had a homeboy. Hold yourself accountable. I had a homeboy that was uh, a lack of a father. Yeah. Right. He had a kid. We was in our early twenties. Uh, after the kid, he wound up dipping and going to the military because he didn't want nothing to do with the kid, right? Mm-hmm. But when he got back from the military, he still oh, the wasn't. Military gonna make you he, pay. He still wasn't. He still wasn't. You know, being a father, he should be. Mm-hmm. But what I learned from that situation was because it wasn't me. I didn't really feel like I was young. You know, shit. Mm-hmm. I ain't. That's my boy. We grew up together, so I don't really don't give a damn. You know, this is me. But when I was got older, and I used to see the the child mother. Mm-hmm. And she used to Help me as much As accountable As, as him, him. Mm-hmm. Because you are She used to be like You are his best friend You are his You are his friend And you messing with somebody That don't even take care Of their kids Or you not even questioning Why you not there For his kids And it just opened up my eyes Because I feel like I mm-hmm. could have done more I could have said yeah. more I could have been like You know what We gonna get that nigga today You know what I'm saying right. Like just it's, I feel like So how you think about that situation it, Should the friend be held as much as responsible Not as much Because right. regardless that's his deci- But I will say The more real people that you have around you The better individual you become And if you're surrounding yourself with people That's going to hold you accountable As opposed to putting up Just letting you fail as a person right. <laughs> you know because at this end of the day like you know you knew this baby was coming you were kind of present in the beginning but then you decided to run like that's different from laying it out you know whatever the case may be friends definitely should hold their friends accountable, accountable. Yeah, 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 yeah. you know more I agree with that that's what it taught me it, but, it, it, it taught me to say she was right you know in a sense because you know, he, he had a, other things going on outside of, you know, most other kids, you know what I'm saying? But shit, it was like a repeat cycle, but I'm still turning up party, you know, treating yeah. them as, but that ain't what I believe in as a father. My daddy was there, you know what I'm saying? My yeah. brother's there for their kids, you know, people around me there for their kids. So I didn't agree with his situation because I tried to have conversation with him. He just always brushed it off and told me that's how he moving. So I just like, fuck it, you know, we boys. But at the end of the day, I didn't agree with it. I just feel like, in that situation, both of them need to be held accountable. You have to be a shitty person knowing that you have seven kids out here that you are turning your back on. Like, that's something... I'm not saying that everybody does that. Like, should, There's a lot of people shouldn't do, do it. I'm just saying, like, as a good person, a good person wouldn't know that and just be like, okay. Like, right. you know, it would at least tug at your heart. And the fact that you went on social media to put your situation to brag about on blast, it, though. to brag, to about, brag it. about it, and then say, I don't give a fuck what y'all think about me. Like, that's... Yeah, that's crazy. That's it's crazy. wild. And to women, to women, before I go, put the camera on me, the camera on me. Hey, to women, though, this, before I, I go, this, this is what I'm going to say to y'all, too. If you mess with a man and he have kids before you, and he not work, and he's not there for his kids, stop thinking, babies, stop thinking that because he love you or y'all in a relationship that he talking about marrying you, that he's his behavior is gonna change for you, because people tell you all the time they gonna show you who they are. Yeah, it might tell you one thing, but people gonna show you that all his actions are before you. Believe it, right? And if you in a relationship with a man that ain't taking care of his kids, once y'all have a kid and y'all have a disagreement or y'all not there for each other, most likely he's gonna move away from the kids as well. So that's my that's just my advice and to I don't you. Care what We're trying kind of to change lies. a man. Exactly. Stop change trying to change a grown man. A, a grown man. Men only change when they want to. Right. 
You're not going to be the reason why he changes. They gonna, listen, man going to lie. He going to tell you about his baby mama issues. He going to tell you it was exactly. her. She it's the her reason. Fault. She don't see the kids. This and that. But as a man, if you love your kids, you going to be there for your kids. And you, you going to do fight everything you did. You going to fight for the, to, to be there for your kids. So it's not always the woman problem. I ain't going to say there's a lot of crazy baby mamas out here. But it's also a lot of deadbeat daddies out here. It's true. So that's just it. But I want to move on to cheating, right? Since we own like babies and all that type of stuff before we get out of here. Uh, my question to you is, is cheating, right? Is it, diff- is it a difference from like in a club? Because I've seen this in action in what real life seen? time frame. Oh, so girls night out and cheating on your man. Is that like a different as far as just what's the difference between cheating Cause I'm talking about and having fun and having fun, having fun because it, even though it's girls' night out, but if you girls' night out and you twerking, you dancing, you let men buy you drinks, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You just you in the mode of girls' night. But if your man was there, are you that same person? You know what I'm saying? So what's I just want to know. That's the key right there because oh excuse me excuse me, I think that you get all that out you a girl. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think there is a certain level of of things you can do regardless of if you are with your man or without your man, like how you should present yourself to right. society. Like you should never, if you're in a relationship, regardless of if he's with you or not, you shouldn't present yourself as a single woman. However, if it's just something like dancing or whatever the case may be, then, you know, I feel like sometimes that's harmless. You know, that's fun. That's more so fun. Um, I know me and my husband, we talk about we're very transparent. So I told him, like, if I go out and a man want to buy me a drink, I'm taking this shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Because I would do the same thing in his face. Though. Right, right, right. I would take the drink and give it directly to him. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Yeah, so, I love that, too. I, I would like that with my with mine, too. Like, yeah, hey, like, hey, and a lot drink. of times... I'm tired of spending money. As long as that nigga know you, hey, hey, don't get the drink. There's less money coming out. Right, right, right. And he knows, like, at first you got to, men, I think men got to get a little more comfortable. But as they trust you and they know how you move, they'll be like, I know she ain't trying to, you know. It ain't nothing like that. It ain't nothing serious. Right. Yeah, I think it's all depending on who you did it with. Making out with people. Right, uh, kissing and weird shit. That's weird. Let's just say, let's just say it's a a relationship to well. Like you, you like the you like the two step, you like the dance when certain songs come on. But you found you a partner that likes to do the same mm-hmm. thing. So some people that like to dance, but they partner don't like to dance, yeah. right? So now I might I'm having girls' night, I might enjoy myself. I might be two step and somebody might grab my hand, and do a dance. Mm-hmm. It's it's harmless, but mm-hmm. I just like to dance a two yeah. step. So I think that's a difference in cheating. Yeah. Uh because I'll do the same thing with or without my husband. Right. I'm going I just think it's all about over communication. Yeah, I think women, women that's twerking on men though, that's definitely that's definitely yeah, disrespectful. That's, that's de- yeah. you know, that's uh, I didn't see I didn't see girl be like my boyfriend here, my husband, I you know at home and they in the club twerking on another nigga for yeah, a drink. Weird. Like that's no. different. You know what I'm saying? It's all about no. just conversation. If you, I don't no. think that when you get in a relationship that you should stop. Being having yourself. conversations and, and it's about the way you carry yourself. Yes. Just carry yourself respectfully. Let the people know up front, hey, I got to do with the woo. If you still want to buy the drink, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's nothing coming from it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. If it's coming from it with business, because I, I see a lot of relationships too that fail business-wise mm-hmm. because their partner is jealous. 
So now you're not able to grow and create and do what you want to do because you can't really have real conversation with me and outside because you're in a relationship. And if so, that relates to like if you're in a relationship and you're not able to be yourself and have fun, you know, and that person is always jealous, even in those situations. Like, no, you don't need to be talking to no other dude. Or right. you don't need that's to, just you know, weird. It's just like, that's weird. Really? Like, you don't want me to be a person? No right, more? right. Like, because we're in a relationship. <laughs> I can't grow. Like, I had 4,200 friends before you. Now but I, I can can't, only have you. No, what? but I can't have no one new friend no. after you. Like, that's I'm crazy. still living. Yeah. I'm still growing. And you're still meeting new people. I'm still meeting new people. You're in different spaces. You should still be able to, like, that's just. Say you be somebody and your husband walk up, you can still be like, hey, this is my husband. Yeah. We talking about such and such. Yeah. Now, if you come out here hiding stuff and you yeah. being sneaky, that's a different situation. Yeah. I'm just talking about growing girls' night out, guys' night out. You gotta have your boundaries. I want y'all to still be yourself, but you gotta still be respectful to your significant, to, to your significant other. So that's that. And but, yourself. Cause what does right. that look like? What kind of impression did you have on her, knowing that she had a man at home and she was out outside yeah. working on? My the girls just always tell me, man, uh, don't ever embarrass me, mm-hmm. and it's always stick to me. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's information out there yeah. that's floating, you better tell me. I don't. I don't never. I, from I don't never want to be embarrassed. Like don't, don't be posting me on social media. Don't be, you know. All in love, A, B, and C, and then somebody can come behind you and, and say, tell me something your boyfriend doing A, B, and C. Yeah. Don't embarrass me. Like, I know you got a big personality. I know you're friendly. I know you're going to meet people. Woo woo, But don't have me out here looking stupid. Yeah. So that's always stick to me, you know, when I'm outside. Yeah. Because I do got a big personality. I'm on my side. But, you know, I try to respect, you know, <laughs> for the most part. Uh, You know, so that's good. You, you good on that? Uh, you, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's we got. It. I think Just we hit it on the nail. Boo, 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 boo. Boom. We hit it on the boo, 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 boo. That's my new shit. We hit it on boo, 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 boo. But now, um, <laughs> what's one thing you thought you was? Uh, I mean, you wish you were taught more growing up before we got here. Let's let's educate somebody yeah. on on that type of stuff. If your parents can teach you something more, it could. It ain't gotta be your parents. It could be your uncle, Amy, a teacher. What's something that you wish somebody would have taught you more as an adult? Now that you know, I growing think- up. Um, majority of us probably can relate, but financial literacy. Damn, that's my only paper. <laughs> but it's because nah. our parents <clears throat> were also still trying to figure it out. They can't teach us something that they don't know about. Think about it. Your parents probably was living paycheck to paycheck. Right. You know what I mean? Like, not saying everybody parents, but it's common amongst our community because we're still trying to get to that level of financial freedom. So I feel like because they didn't have the information themselves or they were maybe unsure about it, they might have known a little bit. I know how to get bad credit. Don't pay your credit card bill. You know what I mean? But they didn't have the full picture. So they didn't want to mess us up even more by telling us false information. So my financial literacy, too, uh, even though my parents, uh, was there together, you know, I know they had their struggles as a parent because my daddy, my mama had seven kids as well. Ooh, baby. She, she 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 was a stay-home mom until I think me and my little brother got to like high school or middle school. So she raised us and my daddy was the only one worked. He was working from Ooh. six, seven in the morning to, just about to say that. ten at night. Then he worked all day, two or three jobs just to make sure bills was paid, rent was paid. Mm-hmm. Uh but I still think that's a a way to still teach your kids about savings and yes and and opening up 
credit cards and not using your kid's name to mm-hmm. pay bills. You know what I'm saying? Just messing up your kid's credit before they even able to have credit. Yeah. So I just wish financial literacy, because that would be my biggest, I think, setback and as an adult, just trying to figure it out because shit, I didn't you know. Make no, mistakes, I'm 30. Been. I'm going to tell you, I'm 37 years old. I never had a credit card mm. to this day because I'm just still scared of misusing a credit card. Right. You know, uh, I had to learn, teach myself about savings. I had to teach myself about, you know, when I got my first job at 21 years old, my first real job, I had jobs, y'all, but my first real job at 21 with years benefits. old with benefits, <laughs> uh, I was so hood, man. I never, nobody ever <laughs> said, no take purpose. a percentage of your check yeah. and put this away. You know, stack, even though you got your benefits now, your 401k to what they going, you got a retirement. Yeah. But you still need to put, put money up for rainy money. days. Yeah. You still need to have a savings to where you and can double up on that. Even with your 401k, you still right. got to put more in there that they're actually Then what they taking. So, man, my first few years, man, I bought tennis shoes, mm. cars, rims, yeah. you know, just the hood shit. Screens in my car. I'm a Houston, man. I had screens in my car. I'm beating my trunk. Just a lot of wasted money in my early 20s that I wish my parents would have just said, no, like, what are you doing? Like, don't make this decision. You should put, instead of you putting that 2,500 to them rims, that's going to have no No value to you you in two years. Yeah, because you got, man, I ain't going to lie. Rims, listen, nigga, I know you young niggas coming up. Rims is expensive. The tires the on rims, the maintenance on rims. It looked good on the car, but nigga, I ride factory to this day because rims took so much money out of my pocket growing up because you dent them, you, you bend them, you AB, whatever your case may be. You know, so I just say I wish financial literacy was taught more yeah. in our community. And to be honest, I feel like that's the stuff they should have been teaching in school. Right. Like even if it wasn't our parents, Is it where in was school the now? curriculum? Now they have a I lot they of class. programs. Yeah, they yeah, have yeah. business programs. But I'm like, where was the teaching? Like if you knew credit was a thing, if you knew investing was a thing, like why didn't we have classes? I'm like Charles Barkley, man. Uh he always say he wish he was born a decade later. Yeah. You know, so because you know the NBA, they get them two hundred million dollar contracts, and they only got like twenty million in yeah. his time. But and he was, was the he was the MVP. Mm-hmm. So he just, I wish, literally, from what I know now to what I feel like I would know coming up today, I'd be wishing I was yeah. born in ninety five instead of eighty five because nigga, life would be totally different yeah. as far as things go. Yeah. But you live and you learn. Yeah. And all, but what are you going to do now, though? Like, you know, that's why I am such a pro, you know, information, like just give the information away. Right. Like they can take it or leave it. But as long as you're sharing the information. That's why I, that's why I like this podcast. But I think we can sit on here and we can kind of get people sharing. share information and shit. Like I say, man, y'all watch it. Y'all can go back and research it, read on it. Take it for what it's worth. Teach your kids mm-hmm. about financial literacy because you might, as a parent right now, you be so tied up in work and dealing with so much stuff that you might be like, shit, I forgot about that. Especially me- single moms. Like, right. they can't think of everything, you know? So, mm-hmm. I get it, but at the same time, you got to find a way to get them that information yeah, so they don't have to start at square one like we did. Yeah, I, I started, man. And I ain't going to lie, I'm in my 30s and I'm still learning because mm-hmm. I wasn't taught it. Mm-hmm. You know, and we didn't have so much access to the internet to teach ourselves as we do today. Yeah. So, season this go- well, you didn't even do the last season goal. I don't remember which was supposed to be get your passport. 
Subscribe business. So now you got two goals. Get your passport. Yeah, yeah. Cause I'm going I want to come out the country card. with y'all for your uh for your wedding. Yeah. Uh and get a credit card. Okay. We talked about that. We okay. talked about that. Uh okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm listen, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. When I got it, I'm gonna come on here and I'm gonna show it too. That's one thing I'm working on right now. So yeah, you know, they say you can't miss nothing you ain't never had, so I really don't be pressured about no passport. You I, need to get it. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm scared. I'm damn scared of planes anyway, so that's probably why I don't like going nowhere. It's only two hours away. Right. But so. That's a beauty. So, hey, y'all just heard the hill first, so I'm going to get my passport, and I'm going to come show y'all within the next- And this credit card. 30 days. Now, I'm still skeptical about credit card, but <laughs> I'm trying to buy a house, and they told me that's something I need you to do. You have to have credit Yeah, they to told me, they told me that's something I need to do, because I'm tired of paying 2500 for an apartment. Okay. So, yeah, we definitely need to get into so a get house. So, credit card. You could get that tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you can get that tomorrow. Hey, Reese. listen, man. This is the Unexpected Podcast. <laughs> I ain't gonna let a pressure me on site. I'm DJ Reese Boogie, man. I'm out of here. We can sign up right here. Come on, tell them who you is. You <laughs> can't. Right, I'm KB. Hey, hold on. Before we go, I just want to say this before we go. Hey, before we go, man. Please, please, please. If you watch our podcast and you and you like what we doing, please subscribe, follow, like, share, whatever you got to do, man. We gonna try to come up with some things this season to where we can give away free merchandise. We can uh find a way to implement y'all in the show. If you got a question, make sure that you write us. Make sure that you follow our page, the Unexpected Podcast, uh, YouTube. We on Spotify. We on Apple Music. We on all so everything all, all genres so please 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 y'all help us and y'all make us continue to work so if you if you like what we got going and you hey man follow us like us subscribe and also shout out to healthy by lala she has healthy tips um motivation for fitness and all those things go shop go go tell her we sent you on instagram oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. one more thing one more thing one more thing hey if y'all got some clothes out there that y'all want me to put on for free please send it to me <laughs> so i can put them clothes on man i'm out of here man dj reese boogie please <laughs>